All right, let's Sorry, straighten Sorry, Michael. Um, I don't know if we'll get a giggle out of our next guest, no, but he's won't. joined us right throughout the year. It was a tough night on the office. Mm. at the office. He looked gassed a few times. Ryan Burton joins us, and uh, that was a tough – well, it was a tough night at the office, Ryan. Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, not, not what we thought we'd be doing this time last week, um, but that's all right. Um, we, uh, we had a pretty tough night, and, um, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll have to lick our wounds and learn from it and um, have a bit of time off now, but... Um, yeah, not what we're planning. We interviewed Josh Carr on Friday night. He's a good man, Josh. I said, Josh, if I've listened to every football show, every silly radio show like ours. Everyone says you're banged up. Are you banged up? And he paused and he said no. And he said, you know, they're a better side with Charlie. But you look banged up. Mm. Uh, oh, this time of year, a lot of guys are, are carrying little niggles. And that's that's every team. That's just not just us. Um I guess a lot of our, I guess, players through the spine um, has some niggles and, and things like that, and um, we struggle to get the continuity between a few of those guys throughout the year, and um, they can play, they can play a toll. But um, we still put out 23 blokes that were fit and able and, and out there to win a, a final and, and fell short, and um, it wasn't because blokes were sore or, or carrying injuries. It was um, other reasons than that. Ryan, I can't turn a corner in this city without someone saying this line repeatedly. Ken Inkley cannot get those players up for a final. Now, my response a lot of times is, well, players themselves should be looking after their own ambitions. But I need you to tell me as a player within that group what it is like to be motivated by Ken Inkley or otherwise and why it is that people would say, why can't they play finals? No, we can absolutely get motivated by Ken. Um, He did a fantastic job to get us up and going after that round three loss in the showdown and um, keep us going on that hot streak that we went on Um, in terms of finals I mean we won a couple of finals over the last few years and um, he managed to get us up perfectly fine for that so I don't think it has anything to do with what Ken says was pre-game or um, how he gets us up and about Um, more comes down to what we do as players. Take us through a few things, if you can. Uh, I called the game with David Wildey and Mark Bickley, and uh, it's uh, it's tough now to pick up strategies during the course of a game and who's on who, the way well, players are. More so when they guard space rather than players, yeah, well, It is. It's a different world. Now, mm. you started on Toby Green, uh, got a couple early on you, then you were moved to where and on to who? Yeah, he kicked one on me, and then I watched one on the bench, so not quite two. Okay, um, one. But we, we ended up sharing... <laughs> We ended up sharing him a bit um, with the back line, with me and Miles. Um, we needed to get a little bit um, of our ball movement going, and um, so we just didn't want to, I guess, lock just me down, and we just sort of just shared the role a little bit from there. And um, he's a he's an outstanding player, he's an All Australian captain, and with the uh, with the ball movement that they had out of stoppage yep. and um, the easy inside fifties, it's uh, it's not an easy task. So we needed a couple of boys to, oh, no, to sort what, of help out. I was watching you early, and you tracked him everywhere, and you did everything right. And there was a kick, I think, that came in from Buckley that was that well weighted over the top. Um, yeah, you were under the pump the whole defence. Uh, when we spoke to Josh Carr, he said DBJ will be playing as a small forward, and I thought, well, immediately he would go to Whitfield. It would be a shut down role. Uh, did that happen? Or not? Uh, I'm not 100% sure on whether it was a, a lockdown role. Um, we knew as a whole team that he gets their offence going and, and they look for him a lot. So um, whether it was Darcy or someone else to just sort of keep an eye on him at stoppage or, or when they get into the offence, um, that might have been the case. But I, I'm not sure if it's 100% a role. 
Okay, Scotty Lysett, uh, he got done in the done in the hitouts. Um, how was he going into the game? Because he only lasted half a game. Yeah, I think he went in um, fully fit. I think like anyone put his hand up to play, and um, yeah, I think he he did his absolute best. And um, I don't think the body stopped him too much. Um, the reason for taking him out, I'm not sure. He might have um, hurt his knee um, again or something, or just a, a change that they wanted to make. So um, I'm not too sure on that one. Not trying to put you under pressure here. These just all the texts that are coming through, you know, the questions that have been coming, because we've been promoting the fact that you'll be on the show. Ryan, one of the key issues of Port Adelaide in 2023 was defence, be it the group that was in defence or team defence. We know that it was a ever-changing feast of defenders, but when you look back on the season, what didn't happen to make that defence as tight as it had been in previous years? Um, you could probably look at a little bit of the, uh, the youth that's in there. I mean, we have some outstanding young players um, that have played some great footy this year, in the back line especially. Um, but with that, um, you, you lose a little bit of the experience that maybe we've had over the last few years. And um, At times, we, we were a really good, solid defence, keeping teams to, to low scores and, and being able to bounce out of our back 50 really well with the ball and then other times um, yeah a little bit of lack of experience showed and um, we sort of went into our shells a little bit at times and um, probably didn't help each other enough as much as what we probably would in the past in situations like that on the weekend so um, I'd, I'd probably put it down to experience if anything um, but we, we showed that we can we're really capable of playing some strong, strong defensive footy. Yeah, and you kept you stayed in the game. I mean, it should have been over at half time if they'd kicked straight. But uh, to Port Adelaide's credit, they hung tough and uh, they got yourself back in it there for a while. Let's look at some of the positives because uh, chatting to Reese during the ad break, I can't think of anyone that came on our show and said Port had win the flag this year. But now that you haven't, uh, they're all seem to be blaming Ken. But no one predicted they'd win it at the start of the year. Uh, there's been some positives. Dan Houston being an All-Australian. Uh, I thought Willie Rioli was a real positive during the final series. He'll only get better. The way that Bergman's committed to the club to yeah. stay over a couple of years and improve. And I remember Root saying about uh, the start of the year, Zach Butters, if he could improve 20% like Connor Rosie did the year before, well, he probably improved about 30%. Mm. Yeah, we've got some, some great stories out of the year. I think the fact that... Um, it was a bit of doom and gloom at round three there after mm. two poor losses in a row, and um, we're not, we weren't sure how the season was going to play out. And then um, to win 13 in a row, I think, is a credit to the boys and, and the coaching staff. And um, to be able to do that, it's a, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, and then, as you said, being able to, to retain um, some interstate boys. I mean, Mitch as well signed for, yep. for four years, and yeah, it's just great that players want to be at our club and um, yeah, don't want to go home yet. And um, I guess we're creating a, an environment where they feel safe and, um, and welcomed and, and want to, I guess, keep playing their footy the rest of their career. So, um, yeah, there's a few positives out of the year for sure. Yeah, and whilst he didn't touch it in the first half, uh, Ollie Lord, uh, there's been some really good signs in the last month. Yeah, I mean, that, that key forward role is a, a tough one. And mm. when you've got some of their really good marking targets down there as, as defenders, um, yeah, he's, he's going to make sure that they're not intercepting as well as, as him trying to get the ball. So um, he's the kind of player that, as you saw last week, he can pop up and, and kick four quickly or um, or he has to try and do some defensive stuff as well um, when they've got such good interceptors. Ryan, have you had your exit meeting? I haven't. No, that's tomorrow. Uh, if I was to preview it, if you were to ask for feedback... If you don't want to, say so. But what feedback would you be providing about what 2024 needs to deliver? 
Uh, I think I'm relatively clear with what um, Ken and, and Nathan Bassett, the defensive coach, want from me. Um, we probably took a few too many games at the start of the year to, to really get to know what that was mm. and playing forward and, and back um, every week, just sort of chopping and changing made it a bit tough. But um, I guess once I got dropped and then the bye came, we got to reset yep. And, yep. and really map out exactly what they want. And um, I feel like my back half of the year was much stronger. And, um, yeah, I think going into next year, I know exactly what I need to work on and, um, and the kind of player they want me to be. And as a group, what do you feel the player feedback needs to be back to the coaches and admin? Um, I'm not too sure, to be honest. Um, well, we've done a heap of work um, with our, like, I don't know how, how to explain it, like the stuff we do before training, like our, our touch and our, our small mm. skills, things like that. We've taken that to another level this year and a lot of guys are improving in that. So the coaches have been outstanding with um, with driving that and, um, and getting us better in, in all different areas. And they also tailor um, everyone's program to, to make sure they're getting enough time working on every single little thing that, you want to get better at so um, uh, the coaches have been outstanding and they'll they'll review everything for the season and, and let us know exactly what um, we need to do going into next year. Mm. Okay. Ryan, really appreciate uh, you coming on right throughout the year. We've loved having you on our, our show. Text has just come through now saying from Grant, good work for fronting up, Berto. Mm. Uh, we hope you have a great break and uh, we look forward to chatting to you again in the future and we really appreciate everything you've done for our show and you know, during those tough patches as well when you got dropped there for a couple of weeks. Uh, we've really enjoyed having you on. Uh, thanks for that. Thanks for the year, guys. Thanks, really Ryan. appreciate it. Yep, and of course, he's been brought to us thanks to McGain Real Estate. That's why everywhere you go, Roach, there's a sign popping up saying... Sold by McGain again. Yep, so a big thank you to Mike Dobbin and the team as well, Zoe Ball and Scotty McFarlane, everyone that works for McGain Real Estate. If you're looking to buy or sell, they are the people to deal with.